You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Didn't lose today, but um, yeah, it's done. And welcome to Big Red Overreaction, everybody. John Bishop, Gary Sharp with you tonight as we'll take you through uh, the next couple of hours reacting to tonight's game. Brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. And by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. We'll also keep our eyes on Alabama, who's trying to close out Ole Miss right now. Uh, 27-24, late fourth quarter. Bama with the football. And it looks like Iowa is going to be moving into a tie for first place in the Big Ten West, Gary Sharp. That's what I'm talking about with two weeks left to go in the season. The beleaguered Hawkeyes are back, folks. Iowa have 200 yards of offense today? I don't think so. Yeah. At one point, they were they were still under 100, and they were leading um, – and after they got the punt return – they I'm not sure, but if they get to 200, I'd be stunned. I, I will tell you another. Uh, you just mentioned Alabama. Alabama looked like they were going to get run out of Oxford, and they weren't. They didn't yeah. even look good. And now they're lining up for a field goal to put them up six with two twenty-five to go. But for the Nebraska game, it's over. It could have been much uglier. I thought the defense hung in there, but thirty-four-three. It just continues to add to the issue with no Casey Thompson under center. At seven straight quarters, and Nebraska has not scored a touchdown. And mm. if you had a competent offense, you know, things could have, you know, at least you made things interesting. But today was, I, I know we talked all week of, hey, what do you take from a game like this? Do you, you know, how much engaged are you? Are you going to be upset? What's Big Red Overreaction going to be like? I think this game is a little bit of frustration because there are things that happened today that you realize how much of a lift it's going to be for Nebraska next year to get to a level of not just six and six, which is, you know, minimum next year, get to a bowl, but to take that next step because there's so many things that have to be fixed that we're not just you showed up today and you got beat by a team that could be in the playoffs. You, you, got, you got beat by things that should have been taken care of before you ever got to the season, whether it be strength and conditioning, recruiting, all of that. I mean, Michigan's good. I didn't think they were great today. I thought they messed no. around with Nebraska. I thought they had terrible <laughs> clock management at the end of the first half. But but I mean, whatever could go wrong went wrong. Whether it be Purdy gets hurt, Smothers who, I, I, there's got to be something up because why didn't Smothers come out with the first round of quarterbacks to warm up today and waited That's until a great the, question and waited until the second. There just there there's something there. But now. John, I mean, Logan Smothers might be the guy for the last two games, you know, depending on Purdy, depending on Thompson. And <laughs> Mickey Joseph might be the play caller for the last two games, depending on what happens to Mark Whipple. Yeah, and Whipple apparently was up in the uh, coach's booth uh, for the second half, um, but I'm not sure how much of the influence he had over play calling. Not that it really mattered. The game was pretty much over very early. Well, it fell over from the start, but it was uh, essentially over early in the in the third quarter. But you're right. I mean, this 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 game today was a microcosm of everything that has been wrong in this program, functionally, culturally, spiritually, physically, 
um, for the last few years. And, and you really weren't going to have a chance. And it's only because, I mean, honestly, it looked like for a while, Michigan was coaching to lose this game. I, I was, I was, I was flummoxed by their play calling and going away from the run and throwing deep as much as they did early on. And then you mentioned the clock management at the end of the first half. It was, it was really like the cat, you know, just toying with the half dead mouse. Um, and, and while, you know, the scroll is going to look impressive 31 to three or 34 to three, um, it, it was, it was, it certainly wasn't a, a, a great performance. There really wasn't a lot of redeeming value to watching this game. Even yeah. if you're a Michigan fan, yeah. honestly, I, I mean, I, I can imagine there are a few Michigan fans, especially those who did have the number at 30 and a half, who were screaming at their TV saying, what are you guys messing around for? Um, but, you know, Michigan's going to do what Michigan does. And, um, and, and obviously they're looking ahead to what coming, what's coming up in two weeks. But, yeah, this, this, this game was not surprising in the least. Um, I guess the only surprising thing from the start was that Chubba Purdy got the start. Um, and I don't really know what was going on with Logan Smothers and why he wasn't out there in the first round of warmups today. And, and certainly maybe that should have been a sign that he wasn't going to start. I personally thought they should have tabbed him as the start at the beginning of the week and prepared him as such, but apparently that wasn't the case. And, uh, and they decided to go with what they did. And, and, and I don't want to dogpile too much on Chuba and make it sound like, you know, he was, he was awful today. I mean, he, he did, he did what he could do honestly it was yeah. his legs scrambling that got nebraska their three points to begin with uh, but you know they're so they're so far lacking in line development line recruiting quarterback development quarterback recruiting and and an, another disappointing day for for trey palmer who dropped a couple of balls today it was just yeah there's there's just not a lot really good to take away from this yeah, and you know, and you would say, "Hey, just get in and get out and get nobody injured." But you may have lost the guy who had started, you know, the last couple of games. And you know, now you got two games to go. You're not going bowling. Um, you really don't have any players to play that haven't played, so you get a look at them. It's uh, it's going to be a tough next t- couple of weeks because Wisconsin's, you know, going to come in here next week and want to, you know, make up for what happened today. And Iowa is in a prime position because Illinois is not going to beat Michigan next week. Iowa is no. in a prime position. If they beat Minnesota, when they play Nebraska on Black Friday in Iowa City, they have a chance to go back to Indianapolis, which this year in the Big Ten West makes perfect sense. <laughs> sure, it sure does. Now, do we know? Uh, I'm trying to uh, – could Iowa beat Purdue? Yes. So if it came down to a tie between those two, then, then, then Iowa would go. Because Purdue should be in the driver's seat. They've got an easy finishing schedule. But you're right. If Iowa wins next week – then, then all of a sudden Black Friday becomes very important for them. And just watching Iowa overall as they uh, have now closed it out and now they're running across the field to grab the uh, – what, what did Booger, uh, Booger call it at halftime? The, the giant bull trophy, the hollow bull yes. trophy. Uh, before we um, comment more on that, I believe uh, Mickey is. is speaking right now. So let's go to that if you have it up there on Twitter, Dan, and uh, we'll go to Mickey Joseph live in Ann Arbor. Well, we have some really good offensive coaches, and they, they do their normal routine, you know, making adjustments, you know, without Whipple. And then um, when, once Whipple got there, they just let him know the adjustment that they made. But it was it was different. It wasn't different, any different than any other time. And then we had to get Logan ready, but Logan was ready because he played a little bit um, second half, first half. He's been banged up for two weeks. But he's, you know, he's a tough kid, and he's going he's gonna to play. 
No, I don't think he. We had some kids down sick, but I don't think Logan was one of them. We had about three or four downs with the um, stomach virus. Well, yes, we, we we tried to you know go more to the run game with Logan and try to show some more option, but we was trying to make sure that he didn't take any direct hits. So we tried to put the ball in there a little bit, but he, he you know he gave his all when he went out there. They they're really good on O line and a defensive line, and um, that's what that's what Big Ten really good Big Ten teams look like. You know, with the O line and D line, they they move people and they they, they get pushed back on defense. It's a really good football team. I thought it was I thought it was better. You know, I thought it was better, but it was it wasn't much much room in there. You know, we wasn't getting much push off the line of scrimmage. So just telling the backs once you get in, you see it, you got to go because it's not going to stay open very long. The credit to Michigan. I think overall, I think the kids are playing hard right now under, under the circumstances that they're under. I think they, they're coming out, they're giving their all, they, they're playing 60 minutes, and they're not quitting. But the defense, I thought the defense gave a great effort today. He's probably one of the best backs in the country. He's probably the best back we've seen. Well, we got to have some pride. You know, we got Wisconsin and Iowa left, so we got to have some pride, and we got to continue just to come come to work um, tomorrow and, and try to get a game plan to help us to be successful and execute the game plan. But we got to keep going. We're not going to quit. Well, they like I said, they they're good in everything that they do. So it's a re- it's a really solid football team. I, you know. Teams that I've been on are really good teams. It, you know, they would they would have hung in there. I don't know if they would have won, but they would have hung in there. Recruiting, huh. we have to recruit better. Yeah, every position. You're three and seven. Every position, we have to recruit better as a staff, and we will. Yes, and it's, like you said, it's, it's up to Casey. He still have some nerve damage in his pinky, so we'll we'll see how Casey feels tomorrow. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure if I look at my phone, he's probably already texted me and called me that he's ready to play next week. So we'll take it day by day with Casey. We won't put Casey out there unless he can play at a high level. Well, Casey's a starter, you know, so you get you get more offense when when Casey's out there because he's a starter. Thank you. All right. Well, there is Mickey Joseph after the uh, Huskers lose today, thirty-four to three. And if you if we just joined it as it was getting started, but it sounds like the reason for uh, Purdy starting over Smothers is that Smothers has been banged up. According to Mickey Joseph, I'm reading from Brian Christofferson's tweet. He's been banged up for two weeks. Um, and that I think leaned into the decision as to why 
uh, Chubba Purdy was starting, and you heard him at the very end talk about Casey Thompson's prospects, and obviously they would love to have him back for the last two games because it would definitely change this offense as this offense uh, held today to just 146 yards, 71 through the air, and 75 on the ground. And then you heard also there, Gary, at the end, and I know we both kind of had the same reaction um, you know, as far as what needs to happen. And the first words out of Mickey's mouth was recruiting. Got to close the gap. Yeah, recruiting and players in a strength and conditioning program that gives you an opportunity with an offensive line that gets three, four, five yards on a push and not just half a yard or in a stalemate because that would make a huge difference. I mean, that's the, that's the part of watching a really good football team today in Michigan, and it's not like Michigan wows you. I mean, Michigan's concept on offense is really simple. They just execute it really, really well, and they maul you, and they push you down the field, and Corum is five yards down the field before you lay the first hand on him or you have an attempt to, and, I mean, that's a godsend if you're a, a, a play caller, and, I mean, that's what Nebraska has to find. They have to, they have to recruit, you know, better players, but they also have to recruit a strength and conditioning program that gives Nebraska a chance when they go up against teams like Michigan because, as you've talked about and I've talked about, John, in the new Big Ten, these are two brands. These matchups are going to happen more often, and Nebraska has to be prepared physically and mentally and talent-wise to go toe-for-toe with Michigan, or it's going to continue to be like 18, like 22, and you go, oh, boy, where do you go from here when you face one of the better teams in the Big Ten? 402-951-1620, 402-951-1620, Lus Hills, Harley-Davidson hotline. Phone lines are open. Of course, you can always tweet at us at BR Overreaction on Twitter. And our Equitable Bank email inbox is john at 1620thezone.com and gary at 1620thezone.com. We will uh, start the reaction or overreaction next. Alabama does hold on. They get a fourth down stop, so they end the game winning by six over Old Miss. Iowa, just before we went to Mickey Joseph, did clinch it out or close it out 24-10. So now Iowa, Purdue, Illinois, all tied at the top of the Big Ten West standings with Purdue and uh, Iowa holding the advantage right now uh, in terms of tiebreakers and in terms of remaining games left on the schedule. So uh, whoever wins that Ohio State-Michigan game will get essentially a bye week in uh, in mm-hmm. Indianapolis. The program tonight brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill, and by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. I'm John Bishop. He's Gary Sharp. We'll take your calls and get right to the overreaction next. 402-951-1620. You're listening to Big Red Overreaction on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The Keg. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. 